I recently came across the 12 biggest regrets in an article, and I thought this would be a great topic, a quick one. Of course, I drag out number one, so be prepared, but then I go quickly through the other 11. But there are really some great perspectives in, in these 12 regrets. And so I thought they were definitely worth sharing. So a quicker episode, a shorter one, uh, once you get past the first one. <laughs> so I share my little story about it. So uh, listen in and, and see if any of them resonate. Hi, I'm Lori Wright, also known as Not Your Average Grandma. I created this podcast as a place for women in their second half of life to go to to receive inspiration. If you are at a place where you believe your best days are behind you, it is my hope one of these episodes will spark you to think differently and lead you to a new belief that your second half may actually be your best half. I want you to stop seeing your age as a limitation and start seeing it as your superpower. You have years of experience and value that the younger you never had. So it's time to lean into that and use it to fuel your future. No more letting age or circumstances hold you back from the pursuit of a more fulfilling and fun life. The happier we are, the better the world will be. So instead of settling for what you don't want, how about going after what you do want? Listen in and let something you hear prompt you to take the first step in making the rest your best. In today's episode, I want to talk about regrets because I think it's really important to live life without them. And we can't help what's in the past, but we can start living towards a future where. We don't get to the end and have regrets and we can start reframing the past instead of having regrets about them. We can start to work to reverse them and, uh, or, or change our perspective about them, reframe them. If, if for instance, we have a regret about something that happened that we really can't go back and change because the person is no longer here, perhaps. Uh, but if the person's still here, it's a, it's, if you feel regretful about it, Hey, call them up and do something about it. But if they're no longer here, Hey, get a medium, connect with them. And you can have a conversation with them. Cause I did that with my dad and that was powerful. So, so we're, I'm going to talk about the 12 biggest regrets that were in Inc magazine. And that really struck me because I thought, oh, gosh, that's one of the things I changed a few years back is I was like feeling when I got to the end of my life, I had this, I became more scared of getting to the end of my life with regrets than completely upheaving my life. And I was 47 years old and I just changed my life, totally new path uh, and got divorced and it led me to where I am today. And if I hadn't done that, I would be sitting with regrets. And I know if I got to the end of my life, I would have had big, big regrets. So I chose to do that. And, and that's why the topic is very important to me and why I want to share it and remind people that we don't have to live with them. We, we can get rid of them and we can live a life. Uh, that's intentional to not have regrets, but you've got to be prepared to live in discomfort a bit because in safety and in our comfort zone 
is where regrets will will live. It's when you get outside of your comfort zone and you take those risks where you live with no regrets. So how are you living your life? Are you living too comfy, cozy in your comfort zone? Uh, but you're too scared to do the thing. But once you get, once you get this, it's a, it's a, you know, it's a trade-off, right? You might be a little scared, but then you won't have any regrets. So here are the 12 and some of these, you know, it's, it's funny because uh, the way the article introduces the regrets is it says that uh, a lot of times we look at like single moment things as regrets, like I should have not said the thing that I said and it changed the direction of my relationship with that person, some, some, maybe some relationship issue and you regret that conversation or that moment, but the regret regrets that people end up with are ones that are more fundamental. They're, they're more broad in scope instead of those one moment things. So here we go. The first one, I wish I had spent more time with the people I love. That's the first one. So where do, where do you stand on that? And we always say we're so busy for, and, and so we'll do that later. And I've heard stories where people say, I was going to do this thing. And then the person I love died had an accident and they didn't have that time. So time slips away from us. And before we know it, it's gone and you can't get it back. I know that I did this uh, big trip back in, oh gosh, uh, my kids were 18 and 19 year, years old. So uh, we went on a big cruise and we took my ex-husband's parents and my parents and it's a trip we could have easily skipped. It's a trip we could have easily found an excuse not to spend the money on, but it's something that I really wanted to do. And I remember my ex-husband, he, he liked material things and he wanted to spend the money on, if it was his choice, he would have spent money on gifts uh, or other things uh, that were material. And I was adamant about, I really want to do a trip because we're going to make memories on this trip and memories are often priceless. And this trip was one that, you know, it's what's funny is I'm talking about regrets. And if I hadn't have taken the trip, it might not have been a regret because I wouldn't have known how special and what a great set of memories we made. But knowing them now, you know, I feel like that would have been one of the biggest regrets of my life is not taking that time. And it made me want to do more trips. So spending that time with those people, it was right after 9-11, I remember. It was the 9-11 uh, happened in September and we went in the following May and it was a Mediterranean cruise. And the cruise cruises were really inexpensive because people were afraid to travel. And um, the cruise ships hadn't been 
they weren't they weren't crowded. They they were very um, available. And the cruise ship that we went on was uh, brand new, so we were the first group of people on the cruise ship. So it was the best trip. It was a trip of a lifetime, is really what it was. So that came to mind when I was thinking about. It. I wish I had spent more time with the people I, I love. Is that we actually went on a Mediterranean cruise with all the people I love, my two children, my husband at the time, and my my in-laws and my parents, all who I loved, experiencing this wonderful trip. And my, both my, my children and at the time, uh, they had never been to Europe. My ex-husband had never been to Europe. So it was experiencing this amazing adventure together. That's number one. And I'm going to move more swiftly through these, but I just thought of that one. I wish I had worried less. Worry is just using your imagination to create the things you don't want. Isn't that crazy? How we spend time in worry and it's actually attracting things we don't want. Number three, I wish I had forgiven more. Four, I wish I had stood up for myself. And that's a big one because that is something we can't get back and you can start standing up for yourself now. Five, I wish I had lived my own life. And I think this is similar to, I wish I had stood up for myself, but maybe a little different. Uh, and so standing up for yourself is more about uh, the courage to be who you really are and not hide to please others. I wish I'd lived my own life was uh, not allowing people to tell you what to do and, and, uh, and following a purpose, following the thing you want to do. So four is more about who you, who you are and being who you are and not letting anybody change you. And whereas five is more about what you do, doing what you want to do and live doing what you want to do. And not what you don't want to do because somebody else wants you to do it. I, I think about my grandmother when I think about this one because she was a military wife and she didn't have a lot of uh, flexibility to do her own thing. She had to, she was a general's wife. So she, I think she was really unhappy because she was always, she had to play this role. And, and she married him and she knew what she was signing up for. But yet at the same time, I think over time, she wished she could have done more and they moved a lot. So that was hard. So being a military, military spouse is really tough. Um, six, I wish I had been more honest. Yeah, you can start being honest today. So you have no more regrets on that one. Seven, I wish I had worked less. Hmm. Some of us, me included, tend to hide behind our workaholism. And we really have to be cognizant and aware of the fact that the work will always be there. And it goes back to... um the first one, I wish I'd spent more time with the people I love. I wish I'd worked less. And if you'd worked less, and if you work less going forward, you'll have more time for the people you love. And we all have control of our time. And we just give that our power away 
by blaming it on other things. It's not easy sometimes, but allow yourself to believe that you don't have to work as much and see what happens. See what you can attract into your life if you can change your belief around working so hard. And eight, I wish I had cared less about what other people think. Oh my gosh. This is one for me. Stop wasting your moments on other people's opinion. What's the saying? If you only knew how little other people really thought about you, because they're so busy thinking about what you're thinking about them. It's so crazy. Um, but yeah, we, we just shouldn't care what people think. And, and that will free us from lots of regrets. Uh, and, and it's a big time waster, like worry is. Nine, I wish I lived up to my full potential. And this is one where I would have had a lot of regrets if I didn't pursue the thing that I was interested in and go for it and, and had not become a coach. And so we should always chase after the things that challenge us most because we'll never regret that ever. There's no passion to be found in settling for a life that is less than the one you are capable of living. And we so much, so much, that, that was me. That's why I said I was settling for a life that I didn't want. And, and some of that is, is, you know, that's just waste of time. And we, we, we waste the time in thought about what if, what if, what if. And if we just take action, maybe this episode can inspire you to action. But you'll not, you won't find passion in settling. Love that. Love that frame of that one. Uh, Ten, I wish I had faced my fears. This is, goes back to the comfort zone thing. The the fear is 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 yeah is real, um, but we we make it that way. And if you just decide to make the fear fun and know that it's just all in your head, it's it's really not not real. It's just our brain is trying to convince us to stay safe. It thinks change is scary, and so just start facing your fears and know that uh, the more you face your fear, fears, the happier and more passionate you'll be. So no regrets about fears. Wash those away. 11. I wished I'd stop chasing the wrong things. When you let the wrong things go, you give the right things a chance to catch you. So I love that. And you chase the wrong things when you don't live your own life and you don't stand up for yourself and you don't follow your heart and when you listen to your logic is that's when you chase the wrong things so don't you don't want to regret chasing the wrong things 12 i wished i'd live more in the moment in the moment the present moment that's all we have really right now in the present moment and if in the present moment you're feeling a tad regretful, then make the next present moment 
different. Commit to making the next present moment regret-free. So which one of these really resonates? And what are you going to do about it? I hope you decide no regrets is the most happy path to walk. So have a great weekend and I'll see you next week. Thank you so much for tuning into the Living Your Spark second half podcast. If you'd like to watch my guest interviews, you can find the video version of this podcast on my Not Your Average Grandma YouTube channel. Also, you can check out what I have going on at the moment by going to my website at notyouraveragegrandma.com or find me on Instagram or Facebook at notyouraveragegrandma. If you like this episode, please mention it to a friend and don't forget to leave a review so I know the topics you like best and can bring you more of that content in upcoming episodes. Last but not least, remember to always listen to that inner voice that will never steer you wrong and make living from the most sparked place possible your biggest priority. When we do that, we make the world a better place.